0: On this episode of Uncooked Conversations, we're going to be doing a check-in on our scheduling from last podcast, and we're also going to be talking about how COVID and the stay-at-home order is affecting our relationship. So let's do it. Hi, I'm Paul.
1: And I'm Allie. And
0: this is Uncooked Uncooked Conversations, Conversations.
1: Where we talk about life, family, business, and everything in between. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us for episode number three of Uncooked Conversations. We made it to three. Can't believe it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's as high as our toddler can count. Just kidding. He can count to like 20. So we've got to wait. He
1: wanted to count to, count to 300 today, and he said, One, two,
0: three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9 10, 300. <laughs> <laughs> Did
1: he? Yeah. That's awesome. So... Welcome again to Uncooked Conversations and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I hope that you have been enjoying our our podcast so far and make sure that you leave a review down below and share it on your Instagram if you feel like or on Facebook or whatnot. But I think most importantly, we would love to hear from our listeners and hear what you guys think. So even if it's just private feedback, you want to go to our instagram and send us a dm oh that's right
0: we need to have a ask
1: we have no no no
0: oh we have an Instagram. we
1: have an instagram now i think on the last episode we said that we would let you guys know what the handle is and so ready for it get a pen paper got it
0: because <laughs> people are gonna write the instagram <laughs> handle on a pen like on a piece of paper, and then just a sticky note, and then just sticking on things. Like just, just frame it. That's how we advertise, right? We just sticky note it everywhere.
1: Yeah. So our Instagram handle is Uncooked Convo, C-O-N-V-O, because conversations was taken.
0: Those jerks. <laughs>
1: So if you just wanna send us a private DM over on our Instagram and let us know your feedback. What are you loving about the podcast? What would you like to see us do more of in the future? Um, We wanna hear from you guys. So. Also
0: ask us questions.
1: Ask us questions. That we
0: can talk about on the air and we can have a segment.
1: Oh, someone's crying.
0: (laughs) Ah, baby. It's going to be okay, baby. Everything will be okay.
1: Okay, and we're back. Sudden Jeopardy. (laughs) All right, where were we? Goodness gracious, this is parent life, isn't it? Where it's like you get halfway into the middle of a conversation or a thought, and then you have to go attend to something.
0: Yep, getting halfway through things and having to go attend something is just the worst.
1: (laughs) So let's talk about this past week and how it went. So I think it was about a week ago that we sat in these chairs and we recorded our last episode and kind of like came up with our plan through the podcast and through the conversation. So for those of you who didn't get a chance to listen to the last episode, we talked a lot about how the stay-at-home order is...
0: Affecting our child care.
1: Yeah, affecting our child care. We came down to the conclusion that we needed some kind of guideline, routine, ritual schedule to kind of be our guide over the next month of being shut into our house, and who knows if it's going to be longer. And so... (laughs) I know. <laughs> I really... I'm
0: already getting stir crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> we So we came up with a schedule last episode when we were recording, and so we wanted to do a quick check-in and just share with you guys about how that's going and what was working well for us and, and what wasn't working and kind of where we've landed thus far. It's been about a week, week and a half between recordings. Yeah, so let's dive in.
0: So last week we talked about creating a schedule, and our schedule roughly worked out to from 9 a.m. to like 11.30 would be one of us watching both of the boys, and then Aiden, our baby, would go down for his nap, and then Asher could watch uh, an educational program during that time, however long it was, and we would both get sort of our own time to do whatever we wanted or catch up on stuff. And then after Aiden woke up, then we would Trade off whoever had the morning, the other person would then have the afternoon from probably like one ish till uh like two thirty or three thirty something like that. And then from three thirty on, um we would either work together or we would maybe take one of the boys each and kind of split them up and do some solo uh mommy daddy time. um and then from about five thirty to six thirty is. You know, dinner, baths, bed, maybe watch a movie, whatever. And then after that, it's home-free. We have a lot of stuff going on in the kind evening. Kind of home-free. <laughs> after that, usually, too. So
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Cope,
0: po- pros, cons.
1: Pros, cons. Well, what we... What worked?
0: What didn't work?
1: So... The first thing to say is that we actually followed that schedule for literally just two days of the past week, week and a half, like where we truly followed it to like pretty closely. And I have to say, on my side of things, I think I felt the happiest those couple of days because I had a significant amount of time to myself where you know, you were watching them for a couple hours and then that bled right into like the TV time. And so I just was able to get a lot done and like hear my own thoughts very well. But on the flip side of that, when it came, well, actually no, because then when it came time for me to watch both of them together, like if you took the morning and I took the afternoon, I felt a lot more refreshed.
0: Yeah, the first couple days we we did manage to do it and I felt pretty good about it, but I felt pretty tired because I ended up, you know, like getting the boys first thing. And then like, I was just tiring. (laughs) I'm so tired (laughs) and the boys tend to wake up early and I tend to wake up with them. And Mm -hmm. so like, I'm extra tired and I also am just tired. I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) And so taking them first thing and then I'll usually take them for a walk or something that's like the least destructive to the house.
1: True story. I have to say that I have been very impressed with the way we've upkept the house during this time.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say something nice about me.
1: <laughs> <Would> <laughs> I have, mean, have turned, you're just amazing the there the and I just minute. could not do this without you. <laughs> no, actually quite literally. No, I have to. Yeah. That like our house has been way less crazy than I thought it would be by this point. Yeah, you know, it, there's still a normal level of mess happening. We do not have a Pinterest house, but it's much better than not. did a
0: Pinterest house.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's all lies. I think what's interesting though is that we slowly started to slide off track. It sounds, it sounds like for me that schedule was working really well, but for you it wasn't.
0: Well, because I just need a lot more consolidated time, I feel like. Mm -hmm.
1: I mean, that was a lot of consolidated time for you. But you just weren't feeling very rested, maybe?
0: Maybe. And I just wanted to get out of the house. Mm. Like, I was just wanting to get away. I still want to get away. Mm -hmm. I'm just feeling so stuck, so shut in.
1: Yeah, and somehow along the way, we... The next several days, we just did not stick to the schedule. Well, we
0: did some. We we had some outings mm-hmm. on some of those days. We had this good idea, which I still think is a good idea, of having individual time. Mm-hmm. Just like our oldest son, he needs a lot of like, face time, and he hasn't been getting a lot of that, and so we wanted to make sure he got his own special time, and we started implementing that, and you were doing painting with him and stuff, and I think that was really... I think that's
1: actually, yeah, what started to shift our schedule because I think the schedule was working fine for the both of us, Mm -hmm. but it was not working well for Asher. Right. Because he was basically having to be with his little brother all the time and he was not getting one on one alone time. Yeah, he wasn't getting the one on one FaceTime with me or Paul. And so we started reflecting on that a few days into it and realized that he just, not only did he need it, like I missed having that one-on-one special time with him. So we discussed instead starting the day with one-on-one time, like one of us takes one of the kids and the other takes the other for like a 30, 45 minute stretch of time. That was also very good. I think Asher responded really well to that, but I think what happened is like our time just got way longer than 45 minutes and so then it would like cut way into like that morning slot and then it was like basically Aiden's nap time by the time we were done and so then it was like okay nap time and TV like that's kind of actually been our staple but then the afternoon is like okay well. Well, and then
0: sometimes you would paint with them during nap time. Yeah. And so then you wouldn't even get that Mm -hmm. break because you're wanting to keep them off TV as much as possible which Mm -hmm. is you know fair a fair desire.
1: But then we'd have have the afternoon that we would split up. And so I would say the things that have been consistent throughout the past week, week and a half um, would be the TV time during the long nap and then the dinner, bath, and bed in the like five to seven range. And honestly, I mean, whether we were stuck at home or not, we would generally try to aim to like be home and start winding things down around between five and six, but I, we've both been pretty good about not like scheduling phone calls or anything like that in between that five to seven time. And we really focus on making sure everyone's fed, everyone's bathed and get them off to bed. Read
0: books together. Yeah.
1: Read books we and do, do like some family time. Touch
0: in, connect point.
1: Yeah. So that's been consistent. And then like- if So what did you like? Yeah. What
0: didn't you like? What are you mm. going to change?
1: Mm. Good questions. I like the one-on-one time with the boys- A lot. So kind of what it's worked out to be like the past couple days, it's like an an hour, an hour, an hour, an hour, where it's like, you know, you take the boys for an hour, then I take them for an hour. I like it and I don't like it.
0: It doesn't work good for work.
1: (laughs) It doesn't. Like if I'm trying to do anything productive, like I really like having like three hours that I can count on of like, I know that I can really get into the flow here. Yeah. So I do miss that. And... You know, maybe we don't have, like, an everyday schedule of the same thing. Maybe it's, like, you know, a a schedule A, schedule B, or, you know, something like that.
0: I was kind of thinking that.
1: Yeah, I have liked being able to go with the flow a lot more than life outside of COVID and do what feels good to do with the kids in the moment.
0: I've really liked doing family outings. Mm. So, like, we went to the state park that one day. Mm Mm-hmm and brought your mom and I liked that a lot. In order to do things productive for me, I was talking to our therapist about this last week. I need a solid chunk of time to do like any sort of creative work. Like admin stuff is a lot easier, but anything where I have to be in a like state of mind, it seems like I need like at least half an hour just to get in that state of mind. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this a little bit, but uh what is it called state shifting?
1: set shifting. Set shifting. Yeah. I
0: think that's what it was called. Um we did read about that in one of those books, The Gears, I think. But I need a lot of time to shift gears. Like I can't just hop back and forth really easily because I get so focused into whatever I'm doing. So I did find that when I only had like an hour or an hour and a half, it was it was very challenging because I couldn't I just couldn't get anything done. Mhm. Um, And then also, if I'm trying to record audio, we've got screaming kids in the living room, you know, or upstairs neighbors clicking through their TV or stomping or taking showers or whatever, kids outside, like all this noise pollution. I like the idea of doing like every other day. And I think having two hours is pretty good.
1: So one another thing that I've I've really enjoyed really is like a lot of the family time that we've had, like we've done some really nice, relaxing things that we wouldn't normally do like we built a swing out of wood and rope the other day and we've pulled out the hammock finally and like we're actually spending legitimate time sitting outside in the hammock and we got the kiddie pool set up you know it's just like these fun summery kind of classic family like with little kids kind of activities we're doing those and I really like it like it feels it feels good and I feel like I'm able to just let go of feeling the need to be productive all the time and just appreciate life and my kids and you
0: well if you want to give up your two-hour slot (laughs) I don't mind
1: well I'm saying like with all of us together
0: I know I know yeah you're just like I don't need to be productive all the time. I'm like, (laughs) I have not given up that yet. I'm trying.
1: What I was going to say, though, is that maybe we look at it like – there's one schedule when it's like, we're gonna just have a low key family day, almost like quote unquote weekend, except what's a weekend anymore. And then another mm. one when it's like, we wanna have a productive day and like you and I both are like, okay, this is gonna be our a day where you and I are trying to get specific things done. Yeah. And so we're gonna use this schedule that helps support that. And mm. then we have another schedule where it's like, okay, this is a more go with the flow day we don't have pressing things to get done or we're feeling like we need to recharge and not be like in go mode.
0: Yeah. Um, so I've always wanted to do a Wednesday weekend.
1: (laughs) Well, there you go.
0: Where you're like Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. Break. Yeah. Thursday, Friday weekend.
1: Yeah. More of an, and this actually segues beautifully into where we're going next. I think the template on like the more low key days is, is more just being conscious and aware of like making sure the other person is also getting their needs met and that it's kind of fair. Like, it's like, oh, like you've been watching them for an hour and a half. Now let me take them for this amount of time. And not that everything has to be perfectly fair all the time, but it's more like a day where we're not focused on productivity, but we're focused on just like being restorative.
0: Recharging.
1: <clears throat> yeah, recharging. That makes sense for each other and like also like being aware of the other person and like, oh, hey, you look really tired. Let me take them for a little bit so you can go nap.
0: Needed Paul every day. <laughs> I know.
1: So I think that segues really nicely into the topic of our relationship mm-hmm. and how it's being affected by being stuck at home together all the time. Not only that, I think that wouldn't be too bad at all, but with the pressure of being with the kids all the time with very little childcare.
0: Yeah, and also trying to figure out ways to make money. Mm -hmm. You know, and some people are really scrambling during this time. Like, Mm -hmm. we we don't have to scramble as much because we do a lot from home already. But it's, it's a crazy time for a lot of people.
1: You know, one of the things that we were talking that briefly came up earlier today was the idea about not comparing pain, mm-hmm. like one person's pain to another person's pain. Cause so I think we, we were talking a little bit about like how this COVID experience has been hard for us and, you know, these variety of ways, but then, you know, we were talking about, Oh gosh, but it's gotta be so hard for like this person who's experiencing like job loss and all of these things. Like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but We need to evolve past the point as humans of comparing our pain to each other and trying to be like, well, my pain is worse than your pain or like, you know, compare so-and-so's pain is worse than their pain, so they deserve more attention or they deserve to have their pain validated. We all deserve to have our pain validated. Right
0: the greater the pain doesn't mean the greater the validation. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody needs validation and deserves validation for their pain. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, you know, when you have a kid, it's like, dude, you just, like, bumped that thing. Like, <laughs> you're so fine. But they're like, <laughs> you're like okay, it's going to be okay. Yeah. That's real pain. It really hurts. I can tell. And it's just like, everybody has pain. We acknowledge your pain.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. I think for us, like... Where would you say, where do you feel the pains Hmm. from the COVID COVID epidemic, pandemic?
0: Being stuck in the house, like Hmm. not being able to hang out with my friends and like, unfortunately, hadn't seen people for quite a while before this started. And so Hmm. it was like you know, now it's been like 60 days for me or longer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to hang out with real life meatbags, just people (laughs) in real space with things and go bowling. I don't know. Just like, you know, like we used to have game night at our house and I found a lot of joy in that and hosting people and bringing them in and like drawing maps for our games and all this stuff. And I'm just not able to do that now. And it's, yeah, I feel like sad and disappointed about it also like not having kid care like I'm used to having a lot more time alone more autonomous time mm-hmm. you know and we had just started to get like in a cycle of
1: yeah
0: I'm starting to feel productive I'm starting like okay we've got this chunk in the morning and this chunk in the afternoon and we had you know.
1: really good child care yeah.
0: mm-hmm. it was it was going well and even right after this all happened like before the shut-in thing like you know, we were having people come here and we're like, okay, we're getting into a a flow. This is okay. This Mm -hmm. like, we can do this. And then it was like, once that was all gone, it was just like, Oh gosh. Yeah. Also being stuck in the house all the time. Um, you know, I used to go out to an office or go to coffee shop or like meet people, you know, for lunch and stuff to do some of my meetings and I'm just feeling so like cabin fever, like, I'm just, I want to get away from yeah. here. <laughs> I want to just go somewhere where I can feel more free.
1: How do you feel like, you know, the the pain and difficulty of like having to stay at home all the time and you can't go out and you can't meet with people and then, you know, not having your friend interaction. How do you feel like that's been affecting how you show up in our relationship?
0: Oh, man. Well, first off, I've been learning a lot about myself. Hmm. I didn't realize how introverted I was until I couldn't get away from you all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, I need to be Mm. somewhere away from everybody. Mm. You know, I probably just need to go and walk by myself or something. But like, I didn't think that there could be a point where I like, I hadn't seen somebody long enough where I just start feeling antsy about it. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm definitely starting to feel that. Cause I'm, I'm kind of a homebody. Like I I felt like I was a homebody before, but now like being a homebody, I'm like, I wasn't a homebody. (laughs) (laughs) Like I liked going out, you know, I would go to stores just to like go walk around a store, you know, now that's pretty much the only thing you can do. You can go to target, you can go to the woods. (laughs) Um, Oh, but how I feel like it's affecting how I show up. I mean, I feel like I'm feel more angsty. Just mm. as a human, I'm just feeling more angsty and, like, just, like, stuck, like, caught inside. Like, I don't feel great.
1: I I can imagine that's a very common feeling for a lot of people because never before have we had to spend so much time isolated in one place with the same people and, and with ourselves.
0: Yeah. Um, how about you? How's How's this all affecting you, Allie? mm. Long breath.
1: Yeah, I just have to take a deep <laughs> breath, relax my nervous system. Before
0: I talk about this very trying.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I think the pains for me are similar for sure. I think the biggest pain is the child care for yeah. me. Like not having consistent, predictable, reliable child care is very hard for me because I thrive on predictability and, you know, my mom's been able to help, which has been amazing, but, you know, given her work schedule and everything, she just can't like commit to like a regular schedule. Honestly, in some ways I've found it very fascinating.
0: What have you learned about yourself?
1: (laughs) You know, I think kind of opposite to you, I'm realizing how much of a homebody I am. I'm realizing how much I don't really miss. The tables have turned. I know. <laughs> I'm realizing how much I don't really miss, like, all the cafes and coffee shops. And, like, occasionally I'll be like, oh, I I would love to go, like you know, clothing shopping with so-and-so. Oh, I can't do that, bummer. But, like, I'm not super disappointed about it. And I think I've really invested more of my that kind of energy that I would have spent, like, going out and doing things and, like, putting it back into the home to, like, reorganize things and clean things up and, like, really put the energy there. Mm -hmm. And I've liked that. I've enjoyed that a lot. And, like, I've actually really enjoyed just being home a heck of a lot.
0: Well, definitely out of the two of us, you were the one who always had a packed full schedule of like, okay, I've got like Mm -hmm. a meeting on this day. I'm going to have two lunch meetings on these days. I got this, you know, like.
1: Yeah. And I've gotten so much more in touch with my creative side since all of this. Like I started taking. How many paintings? (laughs) I know. I've done so many paintings. I've started dancing regularly, like setting up mirrors in our garage and not, you know, using a dance floor space and, you know, turning on music and actually like trying to learn things have taken a couple virtual violin lessons
0: writing and doing the poetry stuff yeah
1: doing like a lot of creative things and so it's very interesting for me like when the choice to be busy is taken away i mean I, i still am busy ish and like can be busy with lots of things but it's like the choice to like go out and do things and see people and all that when that's taken away like, what do i do like i i go create i do art mm-hmm. so it's really i found it fun to like see the side of myself blossom more in this time yeah. um i definitely miss my friends a lot i mean i think like i've definitely kept up with a lot of friends through facetime and marco polo like every single day yeah or like messaging somebody in some capacity so i think that's definitely helped I really miss going to our therapist's office. Yeah. Like there was actually something really special and sweet about like being in this like nice private space that's like the same thing, familiar every time. And now we're like doing sessions like, you know, on video in our living room. And it's been yeah. really great, actually. I've been surprised how effective they've been, but yeah. it's not the same.
0: So how would you say that you're, what you're going through is affecting our relationship?
1: I think in general, I've just been a little bit more like heightened emotionally, like a little bit more reactive, a little bit more moody than I would normally be. I know I can be a little moody as is, but- Not too bad. (laughs) Thanks. And like even with, with Asher and like, you know, when he does his three and a half year old things, I find myself sometimes being a little bit more quick to- be upset about it. You know, I think what it is is like, I'm used to being able to go out and see my girlfriends and like do things alone, just like you're saying that like replenish me. Yeah. And so I'm able to come back more resourced.
0: I'm just going to go sit in the car for two hours.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like more resource to our relationship. And so yeah. like when we would have issues before I could like go out and get perspective and then come back mm-hmm. and like feel like I was able to, either let go of things more quickly or be able to talk about things, but like in a more calm way, because I just feel like I have got the internal resources to remain calm. But I think, um, there's definitely been a few arguments that we've had that I've just been like, I can like see it unfolding and happening in front of us of like, this is so like dumb and like just another like negative cycle. But I feel like I just, don't have like the willpower to like get out of it. It's like
0: it hits those triggers and normally you'd have enough strength to like hold that back.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But now because we're like kind of wearing down,
1: Mm -hmm. it's like,
0: oh no, I can't hold it. Yeah, And then it's like you're reacting instead of making like decisions.
1: But I have to say on the positive side, like I've been pretty impressed with us too. Yeah, Like the way that you and I have stepped up as a team, like I think- the pains that we're feeling are probably like very normal and very like typical of probably every person who's in a relationship listening to this podcast. But I feel like we've really worked as a team very well. And I think that that's a strength that you and I have as a couple is like we we both really desire to be teammates and even if we have like our down. Moments, or hours, or even a couple of days. Like ultimately, like, and if you look at the big trajectory of our hearts and our relationship, like, we just want to be teammates and team players, and have things be like fair. Have our have our needs equally be like matter and equally be validated, and we are both working hard to like help support the other person. And to support our kids. Yeah. Like, I don't think either of us have been selfish.
0: Well, that's good. (laughs) Try not to, I think.
1: Do you feel selfish sometimes?
0: I mean, I I certainly feel needs. Yeah. (laughs) But I guess that's not selfish. Like, everyone has needs, but... Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like when you've had a hard night of... Like, both people have had a hard night of sleep, for example. And you're just like, we're both tired. We're both a little on edge. We've got grace.
0: Right. You take a nap now, I'll take a nap in an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So really trying to take care of each other in that way.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's been appreciated. Yeah, some of the good things I think has been like finding little ways to love each other. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like, hey, I'm making some tea. Would you like some tea? Or like, hey, we've got 10 minutes. Do you want to sit out on the patio and just drink tea together? kind of having silence, (laughs) like not even necessarily talking a whole lot, but just getting to be together in like peace. I think also, you know, similar stuff to what you were saying, seeing how we're stepping up and obviously we're making a podcast, you know, finding time to find a way to find joy in all of this Mm -hmm. and uh, definitely doing the podcast. We didn't laugh as much this time or tell as many jokes, but it's still fun. And, um, and I think finding those, those sort of things to connect that are like, kind Of bring joy into our lives is, is really good and nice, so I've, I've enjoyed that as well.
1: Nice. Well, are there any other thoughts that you want to share about how COVID has affected our relationship thus far?
0: It's definitely putting a lot of pressure on our relationship, mm-hmm. you know. So, I think people out there that are like maybe have a hard time, maybe now's a good time to find a teletherapist. There's websites. We could probably put some in the, the show notes.
1: I am so glad we have continued couples therapy throughout this whole yeah. thing. I would probably feel like I needed to explode otherwise.
0: No, definitely having therapy has been super, super great.
1: What would we have done if we like didn't have therapy once a week?
0: We would watch more Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: I mean, I think we eventually would have worked through it, but I know that yeah. it's like... I just feel like we've been able, I really actually I have to attribute a lot of our success during COVID to the therapy and the work that we're doing there because. yeah,
0: no, I, I wouldn't say necessarily like the therapy sessions, but it's like a mm-hmm. lot of what we've learned from therapy, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: But even I feel like, like having that therapy session once a week has helped us to have that reset. So it's like, if we were at like 60% connection, it's like, that really helps us feel a lot Mm -hmm. more glued and like more on the same page and connected emotionally. So that like the wear and tear of the week can come through and then, you know, we'll feel better.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I was going to say is, um, it's just, there's a lot of pressure on relationships during this time. Mm
1: -hmm. That's like a pretty interesting point that we didn't bring up yet of like, you know, for most Americans right now and people in the world, like, they're very used to nine to five jobs and being away from each other throughout the whole week, mostly. And, I mean, Paul and I, like, we've we've done this before, not to this degree of, like, you can't leave the house more or less, but, like, we've worked from home for the majority of our relationship and we've been with the kids a lot. And yeah. so, I feel like this whole shut-in experience has not been too far off from what our life is like we mm-hmm. just don't get as like childcare, and we don't right. get to like go out and do our own thing as much Indeed. i think that's probably why like even though we're definitely experiencing our own set of challenges it doesn't feel as Potentially traumatic as it does for other people. Yeah, I, know, I would agree with that. Like, yeah, I mean, definitely, other people are really experiencing this as a trauma. At least for me, and I can probably would imagine for you, like it's uncomfortable, but it doesn't quite feel traumatic to us.
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's a traumatic thing. It just feels like angsty. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like swimming in ice cold water, like. It's not killing you, but it does not feel good.
1: What advice do you have for people who are not used to spending tons of time with their significant other?
0: Well, if they have kids, it'd be different, but I guess start with no kids. Uh, With no kids, if you get on each other's nerves, just uh, carve out some, this is just my time, um, which I think is really good and try and do things that will relieve your stress because obviously this is a stressful time. So, you know, meditate, uh, write, you know, journal journals, really good. Um, yoga, you know, move your body, go on a walk in the woods. Uh, the forest releases all these hormones that actually like make your body feel more at peace. Yeah. Stuff like that. Find a way to, to soothe your own self before you try to like take care of the other person.
1: Yeah, that's good. Resource yourself. Resource yourself. We love that word. Our new
0: jingle, our new (laughs) slang.
1: I think that like communicate, communicate, communicate and over communicate. But when you're in a calm state, I think that's the key is and that's a big thing we've been learning Mm. to implement in our own relationship of like. You know, when we're not calm, it's really about regulating our own emotions or co-regulating regulate, with each regulate, other.
0: Regulate, <laughs> communicate, communicate, communicate.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, if you're not calm, then focus on the emotional aspect and like figure out how to calm yourself or help calm your partner. But when you're in that calm place, I think the communication is key because this is so new for everybody and like... You know, we have new feelings and experiences. But, you know, I think just the way that we have like over communicated with this whole schedule thing, like, you know, some people may never even have that conversation about like, oh, what kind of schedule should we make? And they just kind of do life and kind of keep bumping into each other.
0: And build tension and frustration. Yeah. I'm not feeling like my needs are taken care of. Yeah. But not having that communication of like, here are my needs. Here's the list, here's the binder. Yeah. And then here's my needs. And then you're like, great. And we trade. And now I can help you. You can help me. And we're both happier. Well, I think that this is a can be a very challenging time for a lot of us. Obviously, like the health concerns on top of that is, you know, can be incredibly difficult. You know, our heart goes out to everybody who's dealing with health issues right now, but also like just stay-at-home order stuff. Like this is can be very triggering for people all of a sudden we can't depend on our society or our our world like our worldview to be what it was to like have that stability that we need as human beings
1: well and sometimes home is (coughs) for many people is not a safe place yeah for a lot of people yeah and so i'm very grateful that home does feel like a safe place for us
0: yeah we should leave on a joke that was all pretty, like, hardcore at the end. That was. What do you call a dinosaur that is sleeping?
1: I don't know. What?
0: A dino-snore. Uh, 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 <laughs> well, what that's... is fast and loud and crunchy? A rocket chip. <laughs> <laughs> all Why right, did guys, a teddy bear well, That's a wrap for no this episode dessert? of
1: Uncooked Conversations. Because well, she was see stuffed. You next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, this has been really awesome time, and comment like and subscribe <laughs> wait no that's a youtube thing no um leave a review because that will really help other people find us uh tell a friend if you find this funny interesting or useful or whatever dm us on instagram and
1: at uh, uncooked convo
0: at uncooked convo you heard it straight from the lady's lips okay bye
1: Okay, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys, that's a wrap for this episode of Uncooked Conversations, and we'll see you next next time. time. Except, we actually won't.
0: You'll hear us, and we'll wish we could hear you. So, leave us a DM. Okay, bye.